You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. Oh, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Parenthood After Show. <laughs> Your <laughs> wishes all come true. May you always do for others what others do for you. Thank you, girl. That's all I know. Come on, everyone. May you stay forever young. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV Parenthood. We are doing season five, episode ten. All there's left is the hugging. There were a lot of moments in this episode. Yes, T. There were a lot of moments in this episode where we needed hugging. All the characters needed hugging. A lot of ups and downs during this episode. Overall, what were your thoughts for this episode? Was it amazing? We've been gone for two weeks. Did you like it? Did you hate it? It's emotional. It was emotional. It was kind of... Well, this season's kind of been downery in general, but I felt like it was a downery episode. But Mae Whitman... It's such oh a good gosh. actress. Amazing. She was so good. I mean, we're going to dive into all I, that drama. But I was I think heartbroken she did with her. She was amazing. I was heartbroken with her. I thought, I kind of liked this episode, but um, there were some things. I don't know how I really felt about it because I felt like having two weeks off and then coming back in, it just didn't really fit in the flow for another two weeks to be off again. You know, it kind of. It broke it up. It kind of broke weird. it up weird. Yeah. It just ended up being broken up weird. So I don't like that I was so depressed and then have two weeks off as opposed to being like the election would have been a great spot for me to be like, okay, new episode in the new year. Well, if yeah, you think about I it, agree. yeah, if you think about it, the last episode kind of ended on a happier note, and yeah. then this episode kind of ended on a sadder note. But speaking of election, Christina, she lost the election. She's getting over it. She's putting on this face that, oh, yes, I lost it, but trust me, I'm fine. Adam's kind of concerned about her. He was like, you know what? You can let it out. You know, you, this is just me you're talking to. You don't have to talk to any press people. This is me. Tell me what you're really feeling, how you feel about Bob Little winning after losing behind how many points? Nine, or like two points. <laughs> 900 and something. 67 votes, I think it was. That's a lot of votes. But. Can we just say how awesome the husbands are on this show? Because Adam is, knows his wife so well that he knows that she's just putting on this brave face. Get it? Brave man. Brave man. Brave face. Oh, you're so punny. Um, well, they said it like three times in the episode (laughs) tonight and I kept laughing every time they said it. Um, but you know, they're doing, he, he knows his wife, so he knows that even though she says she's fine, she's not, and that the only way to get her to come to deal with this is to actually have her make know, her crack, make her crack, like and an do egg, something. Yeah, like an egg. Scramble her up I mean, real quick. I thought we'd just continue with <laughs> the, the whole. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, I think that what he does is amazing, and it's exactly what she needed to do. 
How sad was it, though, when that lady came up to her in the park oh asking gosh. to fix the slide? And then um, how embarrassing. She didn't. How embarrassing for no. that woman. Awkward. How do you not know that the election happened already? It was like, oh, you yeah. obviously didn't vote or no one voting was. And she's yeah. like, oh, I'll vote for you if you fix this slide. It's going to hurt one of our kids. Duct tape. And then she had the nerve to get mad when Adam was a smart ass back to her. <laughs> All of a sudden, she's offended. You just walked up to someone claiming, you know, oh, aren't you running for mayor? And, oh, I'll vote for you if you do this. And they got mad because she was like, Mr. I already Window lost. of opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't and, like her. But I loved how Adam was kind of joking to Christina Bay, like, you know, it could be your kid that gets hurt on the slide. <laughs> so she should do something Maybe about you should it. do something. Maybe the mom should go take it up with Bob a little. Yeah. She probably Bob. should. Bob. I but, bet that happens to people in politics all the time, though, because their faces are everywhere, <laughs> but not everyone really pays attention to that stuff. You know what I'm going to assume? <laughs> kind of like, oh, I've seen... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You knew somewhere before. Yeah. I'm going to assume that it's because they're in Berkeley. The mom was a stoner. And so that's why she missed the election. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that's why she didn't know it already happened. She was too high to realize it. That's, that's definitely a big possibility. <laughs> yeah. But Christina's friend, her friend with cancer, I always forget her name. Gwen. Gwen. She's actually, like, one of my favorite characters. I can't believe I always forget her name. But there's a part where she's smoking weed. Of course. (laughs) She has cancer. And she calls Christina a square, which I thought was so appropriate. Because she is kind of a square. She needs She's too uptight sometimes. And that's why I'm glad that Adam kind of, like, made her throw the eggs. Mm -hmm. I hoped... I really wanted them to pull out paint cans and start graffitiing and doing mustaches on his face. That's what I, I thought. thought they were going to get arrested and that it was going to be like oh. breaking news. You know, woman who was running for mayor now arrested for vandalism. For, no, I, I, <laughs> I her right. no, I knew it was going to be eggs because first they see a big bo- big billboard. What's the first thing you're going to do is egg it. And then plus, uh, Christina asked what's in the brown paper bag. I worked in a grocery store for five years. I know what's in that bag. <laughs> I knew it was going to be eggs. That was really funny. That was a nice moment where Christina really let out her emotions to Bob, even though he she didn't say it to Bob the person, but she did say it to Bob. And unfortunately, yes, she did lo- lose, but she's she took it with a you know a grain of salt that she really just embraced, embraced it and really just moved forward from there. Yeah, I don't like how everyone around her was so negative about her losing though i think she was i'm a very positive person so i feel like i'd be like you know i gave it my best you know kind of like her but everyone else was like oh you lost i'm sorry yeah you must be really tiptoeing around her and she was also enjoying the cake Oh gosh! And she had Max eat that cake. Max so I was went like, straight for the that eyeball. <laughs> no. Of course, that was a lot of sugar. I was like, "Are you sure you want to feed Max of all people all that cake?" But how awesome would it be to sit there with a sheet of cake that big? <sighs> I would love that. And just a fork, and just you—you you don't have to eat the corners. You can go oh, straight for the just middle. Go for it. You can just 
do whatever I mean, but you want. Who that hasn't so- done that? <laughs> oh. Am I the only one who hasn't? <laughs> Growing done up, that? my mom at my birthday parties, she would just give us all like all my friends spoons, and we would <laughs> attack. It was so much fun, but like no one had slices. <laughs> just be attacking. Just be it's attacking. the way to do it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fun too, but. Ultimately, I'm kind of glad she didn't win, though, because I was like, ugh, this is going to be such a boring plot if she wins. It really would have. But I think that something they could do um, is Bob Little could have her on his staff, you know, or something, you know, after you Again. There was- well, I mean, like, more of an appointed official position within the team, like, maybe put her as, like, a special person in charge of educational programs or appoint her to something. Yeah. Because, I mean, Obama did it with Hillary Clinton, so. That's true. That is true. Um, There was a quick moment. I think I can't remember the exact line, but Christina says something, I'm going to do something, and made me think for a quick moment that what if she does a re-election? Oh. tries for it again. Oh my gosh. That would be interesting. I mean, she was saying I would be a better mayor and mm-hmm. all these things while she was throwing it, which is true. She would be. And maybe the second time around, she might come out with Bob Little's dirty little secret. Because she didn't do it the first time. And she did say that she, it, it might, haunts her that she didn't go negative. Yeah. She just needs that stoner vote. That stoner <laughs> vote. Stoner, thousand yeah. more people. <laughs> there you go. You know, if it helps her, sure. So, uh, so yeah, after that, well, well, so Christina, yeah, she's getting over the election. She's in a good place right now, though. So yeah. I'm happy for her. So let's talk about Joel and Julia. Oh my God, Julia! That, Julia I I Julia. can't even like. I'm sorry. I just have to go straight to it. What the heck with that kiss? That kiss. Yeah. What the heck? Do you guys, did you hate it? Did you like it? Oh, my goodness. Of course I hate it. You have Joel at home, and you're cheating on him with Carl? What's his name? Ed? Ed. Ed. Ed Carl. The other one. But Ed? Really? Come on. You have sweet, compassionate, like, loyal Joel. Joel. And I'm glad that Joel and Julia, they were being adults, being married a couple, being like, we need to get through this. We, I know we're fighting right now, but we have to work at this like a good married couple should. And they agreed to that. They're going to work on it for the kids, for themselves. And even there was that moment where Sydney was confused because her friend's parents are splitting up. They're getting two houses. She didn't realize they were getting a divorce or a separation at least. And that could happen to Joel and Julia. And they're like, we can't have this happen. If Sydney sees this from her friends and not understanding she's not going to understand it if we do that so and isn't really her friend ed's yeah, daughter ed's, yeah ed's kid yeah so yeah and oh, she came over goodness. to clear things up too she came over to basically break up with him or be like we're not talking anymore and then they kissed and they had a way too long of a hug that turned into a kiss way with, too like, long all of that awkward awkward all of that could have been handled over the phone or via text but message but they've had so much built up sexual tension for so long now it was it had it was to gonna I'm glad happen it didn't lead into anything more than what that kiss was i felt like it was a sympathetic kiss that they they're both at a very vulnerable state granted i didn't like it but they were both vulnerable right then. I think and she handled it well, though, by leaving how she did. and like. I think she kind of brought it on by going there and asking if she was the reason for the divorce or for the separation. Yeah. If, <laughs> you, if you only ask that question, if you want the answer to be yes. 
if you know that the answer or if deep you down a is big yes. factor in that. Word. Yeah. Was it really for me? Because you don't really have to ask it because we all already know that like there's feelings between you guys. So mm-hmm. there was no reason to say it out loud. So I think that kind of was the opening line to a welcoming it of it. In a weird way. Yeah, it almost makes him not the bad guy for like making the move because she kind of opened the door for it. In and my she opinion. showed up at his house, even though that could have been done on the phone. All over yeah. the phone. You were texting. Ed was texting her. You could have just texted right back. We can't do this Or anymore. she could do what yeah. I do. I mean, I just don't text the guys back. Eventually, they get the hint, and they leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. just stop texting. Just stop texting. Don't respond. don't respond, and they will drop it. It might be a little awkward but when you're doing your committee. Parents don't know how to do that, maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> but I feel that's such the Braverman way. They'd rather talk to someone else rather than be over the phone they're very good in communication in that way which a lot of families yeah. are lacking so all the individual brave women's they they'd rather talk to someone than have a conduit to talk to someone else such as a phone i thought it was weird we were talking about how they separated these episodes up weird we knew that kiss was going to happen because they had it in the preview mm-hmm. a few weeks ago oh and yeah so i'm surprised but they didn't start off with that like with the new season I guess yeah. that is kind of a big season finale thing. Yeah. What's going to happen, especially since, you know, it ends with them going out on their date night and he's helping her put on her pearl necklace and, and she's, she feels guilty. She feels guilty and I'm like, she's going to, she's going to crack. She's going to crack and tell him and, and then that's going to be, that's going to explode. He's going to run off to pee. I mean, we're not even in I predictions yet. To, but, <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanted to see their date night, but maybe because we didn't see it tonight, maybe we'll see it in next week. It is getting a little bit into predictions. Maybe that will come out. Maybe. I feel like they're going to skip ahead Jump a around. little bit, and we won't see the... I feel like it won't be a continuation of, like, into date night. I think it's going to be just, oh, We're they went to trying. their date night, and we've so, moved on. So I think it's fair to say that that kiss was wrong. Wrong. And wrong. borderline... Well, that it pretty Dirty. much is cheating, but emotional cheating. I mean, I'm not married, but still, you should not kiss another person when you're married. And she's obviously thinking no matter, about like, him a lot yeah. and, like, smiling at his texts and thinking he's adorable. And is it bad that when they kiss, all the first thought in my mind was, oh, my gosh, her family's going to hate her. How are they going to, like, if her and Joel end up divorced, you know, and the kids are over and they're having, like, one of those big family dinners, how is, how's Zeke going to look at his daughter, you know, oh. knowing that... She cheated on her husband, and that's yeah. the reason. And what if Ed is now her boyfriend, and then oh, she brings goodness. him over? My mind went to all these places. I was like, no, it just no, can't work out. I and would Julia like them together be... if they were single, though. Um, I'm not sure about that. I like their personality. If I didn't together. know who Joel was, yes. Yeah. They're good friends. They're good friends. They're good. They have great chemistry together, but only as friends. Just saying. <laughs> I, I feel like personality-wise, she goes better with him, but Joel's hotter <laughs> i think joel Joel's just like brings the out man. the balance of her because she's such a strong-willed like independent type of woman that joel has always kind of made her more girly in a way and more sensitive and brought her down to a level of you know normalcy is that a word am mm-hmm. i making stuff normalcy. up again okay yeah. yeah i didn't make that one up <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> um i think he he brings her down he grounds her in a way that agreed ed yeah. might not so that's why I think she's He's like with Joel. goofball class clown, fun to hang out with and have beers he's with. He's fun for a little bit. But, yeah. you know, then you, he's <laughs> good serious. for like six months, but then it's like the rest of my life? No. Not, no. not so much. No. Not the right guy. So, yeah, it's 
it's interesting where they're going to go off from there. But I just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone on iTunes and on YouTube for commenting, rating, and subscribing. Please tell a friend. I hope you enjoyed our last interview with Sholo, uh, who plays Victor. That was a fun was time. Fun. And we're hoping to get more people on the show for the rest of the season. So please keep rating. Please keep commenting. We love the show. And yes, Parenthood. Back to your scheduled programming. All right, uh, let's talk about Drew. Drew's having some girl issues. College, you know, typical college stuff. Hashtag college Friends problems. with yeah. Bennies. He's getting close to Natalie, a little too close. He's too emotionally attached. Exactly. And, yeah, Natalie wants to just be friends with Bennies. No strings attached. Have you ever seen that movie? That always ends up, like, never working out. What movie did you just say? No strings right. attached. No strings attached. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking in my and, head. And Friends with Benefits, too. They both have the same story. I was thinking in my head a walk to remember when she says, you have to promise you won't no, fall in love with me. No, you're not going to have leukemia or whatever she has. But I was just thinking of the line, you know, like, you have to promise not to fall in love with me. That's like mm-hmm. the number one rule of a Friends with Bennies. You're not allowed to fall yeah, in love. Yeah. When yeah. emotions get attached. involved, you have to detach yourself from the situation. Well, yeah. Drew hasn't had, I mean, he was with What's-Her-Face. Amy. 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 We'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, Ugh, goodness. But um, I'm not excited about her, <laughs> as you can tell. Yeah. But uh, I feel like he hasn't had any really big, serious relationships. And when you're young and first going to college, it's easier to get attached to people Mm -hmm. and become emotionally attached too quickly. And that's normal, I feel like, where there's people that are wanting to go out and have sex with a bunch of people and have fun. It's a college. And then there's the people where they haven't had any serious relationships. So they're going to cling on to and become like really intense with whatever relationship they get involved in. That's very true. And Drew, Drew, this is what he needs to do. He needs to go out with that butthead of a roommate that he's got. He just needs to go party hard and just have, like, lose himself. He's too sensitive and too stiff and uptight. And he needs to just go let loose and have fun. And I think that would help him with his whole attachment things. Not that I'm advocating that you should just be a huge <laughs> right, horn right, whore or right. anything, but I'm just saying he should, you know, loosen the reins a little bit because he he's a serial dater and mm. he gets way attached way too fast and well, that's he falls for the wrong types of girls. I mean, he clearly gets issues from his mama too. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, like they, falling for the wrong types of people. Too. So Well, that's some interesting advice because Drew goes to uh, Crosby, of <laughs> all people, amazing. for Which advice. I love. What, yes, question. <laughs> love that. Did you think Crosby's advice was good? Yes. Bad? Yes. Did you like it? I agree with Crosby. I think that it, you're going to want to go wild and have fun at some point in your life. If you don't do that while you're young and you get married and have the family and stuff, you're going to have that itch later on and like want to do it probably. Regret, and it's. Yeah. You don't want to regret anything, and also it's harder to do that later on in life. It's better to get out and, like, be a hot mess and get that out of your system as you're young, and you can, like, excuse it on the fact that you're young and stupid and naive. You know, that's probably what Ed's problem is. 
He didn't. He didn't, he didn't get it out of his he system. He didn't go crazy. Because remember, um, a couple episodes ago, when Joel told Julia, like, "Oh yeah, that guy was always flirting with all the moms, and you know, he's got a reputation at the school." It's mm. probably what his problem is. Mm. Probably. Yeah. He didn't get laid in college. He didn't. He didn't go out and be a <laughs> slut. So now he's trying to do it now. But I thought that Crosby's advice was good. I think that. Um, he went to one extreme by saying, you know, sleep with everyone and that yeah. Drew will oh, do yeah. the logical thing and not actually sleep with everyone, but actually go out and try some new things. Yeah. Like I did enjoy Crosby because Crosby's the person who just enjoys everything he does in life and makes the most fun out of everything. Uh, the point where just sleep with everyone and hit everything you can. Ah. I don't know. That's that was a little too. That's a little bit, but the thing is, like, I can understand the message. Like, you want to have fun and you know test the waters here and there, but sleeping with everyone was just a little bit too much. And we already have seen Drew sleep around with uh, Amy because she comes back at the end of the episode. Ugh. I roll. And mm-hmm. well, the thing is, like Amy left off. She just had an abortion, and, and then, then she left for out. school. Yeah, and she left for school. So we know that Drew's already had that kind of pregnancy storyline. So now it's just Drew sleeping around with people. But I think that that's I don't know. I feel like he needs to because of the whole Amy situation and the pregnancy scare. I don't think that he should be dating anyone his first year of college. And he doesn't have to sleep around either. He just needs to be by himself because, I mean, that happened towards the end of his senior year. It's now the beginning of his freshman year. So when did he really get a chance to get over the fact that he had a child and then his girlfriend had the child, you know, that they had an abortion? You know, he still needs to deal with those feelings and handle that before starting a new relationship with someone because how do you do that mentally? I love I went to school right by Berkeley for my freshman year of college, and I would always go to Berkeley. So I feel like, oh, Drew, I can relate, even though it's like filmed here in Los Angeles. But um, it's so his like. Yes, I do. (laughs) People don't know that. People don't know that. Yes, Um, fake Berkeley. But I feel like his character is very similar to what a lot of people go through Mm -hmm. with relationships at that age where you have a super serious relationship in high school that's going to end right when you go to college. That happened to so many people I knew. And then once you get to college, a lot of people, you know, you're independent. You want to, you know, express your feelings. You Mm -hmm. fall in love, whatever, but you don't want to be tied down because you're so young. I think Mm -hmm. that you choose one of two paths after you have that serious relationship in high school. You go Drew's route, which is, you know, to find someone else to attach to, or you go Natalie's route, which is to... Live life and test the waters and not be tied down. She will eventually, by sophomore year, she'll want Drew. And then they'll have three happy years together before, you know, ring by spring her senior year. But freshman year, she's like, no, I I just got out of something and I want to just have fun. I think that's the kind of mentality that she's got. Yeah. And I I don't know where Drew's going to end up with Natalie because being whole friends with Bennington never works out, really. Well, she kind of broke up roles. with him. Yeah. She, he, he had his role was roles. dumb. Yeah. I mean, that's not a how good, roles with good, friends good, with good, no, good for Drew for trying to set 
down some boundaries and have some control over But his the life. only boundaries you should have if you're doing a friends with Benny's thing is that if anyone gets feelings, we stop right away so no one gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Not, okay, your zone's going to be here because I don't want to watch you make out with guys. That already means that you have feelings for someone and you it should just not zones. be started. You don't know where someone's going to be at what time. Yeah. Like, people are moving all the time. Zones and the, are stupid. Right. And the whole point of Friends with Benefit is the luxury of being able to make out with a guy at a party. And if that doesn't work out, 3 o'clock in the morning, you still have that buddy to text for your booty call. That is the luxury. So you can't say that if you see me making out with someone here... I can't call you later. Well, that's why she wasn't down anymore because he said these rules and she's like, no, I'm not (laughs) in a relationship with you. I don't need any rules. Like, I can go bang another guy like I did at that fat house last week. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, you know, I do have to give it to his roommate. He was actually being a bro and giving him a warning that Natalie's sleeping around. So, therefore, setting down boundaries. I mean, except that he kind of said it in a dick way. He, <laughs> he was did. like, oh, like, yeah, well, I'm just saying, next that? time you hit it, make sure you wear a condom, because she's been given, she gives all her friends benefits. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Oh, so she's a slut. So she's a Basically. slut. <laughs> I don't think Drew should be sleeping with her, but, uh, Drew. I'd rather sleep with her than Amy. I think he's out yeah. of both of their leagues, and he's adorable, and he get a way cuter, smarter girl. It's Berkeley, the smart problem, nice girl. The <laughs> only problem, the thing that's working against him is that he's the boy you settle down with and take home to mom, not the boy you just have fun with for a while. And girls freshman year looking for a little fun. Yeah, that's why I say sophomore year. He's in the clear. Yeah, and he's the guy that only dates one person at a time. Yeah, he's serial monogamous. Mm-hmm. Well, that should be interesting. So, speaking of Drew's crazy family, like, Sarah and her friend who had benefits tonight in this Carl. episode, Carl, Carl. The neighbor, ah, they get together. Drew kind of knew that was going to happen. It had to that, at some point, right? That you, was building up for a while. Yeah. Okay. Do you like them together? Are they cute? Yes. No. I do like them together. I, I loved how they were together in tonight's episode in that room with all those space heaters. Granted, I have a space heater. I use it like every day in the <laughs> winter. And you can fill one room up or you can heat one room up with just one space heater. They did not need for it. <laughs> and, I, and I will say from personal experience, I have uh, blew out a fuse. From my space heater. From so, just but, your one. From just my one. So having four space heaters, of course the lights are going to go out. Maybe that was his intent, so that they could be alone <laughs> in the dark. And That's then what I was thinking. No heat, no lights. What do you do? Romantic. You make out. No heat <laughs> equals turn up the heat. Turn up the heat in the bed. There you go. Romantic. I, it was cute to see them together, though, because we've seen them flirt here and there, but now they're actually, they got together tonight. I'm glad to see her with someone new, too. Yeah. Besides, I thought she was going to go crawling back to Hank in one I of these episode scenes. Do I do not like her and Hank. I feel so. like they still might hook up or something, though. I feel like that's not done for some reason. I really don't like them. I don't either. I liked, um, what was her fiance's name? He's too name? negative. What's her uh, Jason oh, Redder's character. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jason What's Ritter. his name? I I'm totally blanking right now. It's late but, here. But Jason. What's Jason Ritter's character's name? Oh, uh, Sarah's um, Mark. 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 Mark's I knew that. I mean, I loved her Who's with Mark. Who's coming back for an episode. Yeah, loved her with Mark. 
Love Marge. Don't like her with Hank. Like her with Carl. Okay. Okay. I like Carl, but I feel like he's a little bit sleazy. Probably. Uh, a little yeah, bit of a sleazy. He ball. seems like a little bit of a player. Like, but he might be good for fun for a little bit, but yeah. maybe not forever. But the thing about Carl that's so different from all the other guys, he seems to have the less baggage as yeah. of right now. Like, less emotional problems but in we don't life. know him that well not yet the like, baggage comes out yeah mm-hmm. yeah sure he sleeps with 20 year olds and he's in his 40s but i think that because sarah has such a young spirit about her that that might be the girl who could change him and he could end up really falling for her and change his ways he already really likes her he already really likes her they already have that good you know, banter back and forth with each said, other. No, I'm putting up a wall I'm putting up and a that's wall. not happening again. That was a one night stand. Until Good he penetrates that wall. Yeah. <laughs> bringing it down. Ayo. Bringing it down. <laughs> I mean, but good for Sarah for putting up those boundaries because she doesn't tend to have boundaries with a lot of guys. But she she's putting her foot down, being like, "I've done this a few times already with other guys, and you know, I need here's my place, here's the line, don't cross it." I thought so. it was cute how he got her to come inside his place because by saving her. From yeah, <laughs> she's getting neighbors. yelled at by some of the neighbors because the heat wasn't working. So he was like, oh, you need to fix something in my apartment. It was really rude to them and then pulled her in just to <laughs> save her. Right. Uh, and so I did like ton- tonight's episode with them, too. It was the lighter, more comedic storyline. And then Unlike of this episode and then it gets to compared to, to uh, poor, poor Amber, Amber, Amber and Ryan. Goodness. Oh, I can't. Her <laughs> acting in this episode. Both of their acting, like Sarah and Amber together. I love They're just all... putting them two together and you know like magic, mm-hmm. emotional magic is going to come out of them. Yes. But uh yes, yeah, so Ryan and Amber they're having troubles because last episode we saw Ryan beat up the whole band crew. He beat the there. crap out of that guy. <laughs> crap out of like him. he couldn't play. The drummer can't play cuz apparently you need both hands to play drums. Oh, who knew? Who knew? But, and causing, uh, they lost a week of work at the luncheonette, and it's also affecting the business aspect, so Adam and Crosby talked to uh, Amber about it, concerned about Ryan, if he's ever hit, you know, or got violent with I really love that moment that, you know, she's sitting there thinking, you know, it's going to be all about the business and, you know, she's going to get fired and needs to go. And she and they sat there as her uncles mm-hmm. and were just concerned about her and her safety. Are I you thought, safe? Call us. Yeah. Never. Has Tell he ever tried anything like that with you? I mean, I can't imagine Crosby and Adam trying to go beat up Ryan at all. But just knowing that, you know, that sentiment is there and that, you know, they love her and, you know, kind of, you know, are the father figure for her right now. Like, hey, do we need to go kick some punk's butt for you? I Mm -hmm. really love seeing that tonight. Agreed. Um, And then, so, yeah, that happens. And Ryan uh, was ended up lying or not telling the full truth to Amber about those anxiety pills that she found uh, before a few days ago because she gets all concerned. And the fact that... Ryan doesn't trust Amber enough to tell her 
that he's still using them. He's not an honest and open person. He's very, like, bottled up. Secretive. Yeah. And that's that's unhealthy. When you bottle things up and you just let it all out, that's not healthy. That's why he goes crazy and beats people up. He's definitely, like, a, a fighter type of person. Like, he's in the army and he likes fighting and he beats people up. It's like, if he could just do some, like, taekwondo or, like, <laughs> take some boxing classes, maybe that would help. Yeah, or... Know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, another outlet another way. to get that aggression out. Yeah, exercise. I don't know something. I felt like when he went to talk to Zeke was the first time that I sort of started realizing how much he's going through because he is the kind of person who keeps everything bottled up. And I know people like that, and it is hard to get them to open up. But seeing him talk to Zeke, I thought he explained himself a lot better. Where I finally understood his side of things a little bit better and in hearing it I was like why don't you just tell that say that same exact thing to Amber like, just talk just okay. talk to her and let her know and then you know you guys can go from there instead of keeping it bottled up and then you go off and then she's scared and her family you know all this stuff but what he said to Zeke was exactly what Amber actually needs to hear from him and the fact that he never even tells her that like hurts my heart because yeah it could work if he just told her that communication is key in any relationship, you know, whether it's, you know, family members or you're dating someone. But the Bravermans are so good at communicating, you know, just like how Julia showed up at Ed's house, things Mm -hmm. like that. But he's the opposite. So she's just talking and talking and talking, and he's just taking it and doesn't know how to respond. And the thing is, when he was talking to Zeke, he said the line that you're the two different types of people, you're that. Uh, you live in the army world or the civilian. Or, or civilian world. You have to pick one or the other. You have to pick one. And, like, there was a look on his face. I was like, oh, I know which one he's going to pick, unfortunately. And he, Ryan, ends up re-enlisting. I feel like that's something you should tell your loved one before you do that. Not Zeke. Oh it was like gosh. Zeke yeah. was the therapist in the situation. And then he impulsively yeah. did it. But I feel like Ryan should have told Amber that he was considering going back and re Have a re- talk about Yeah, it. talk about it before you do it. And can we talk about the editing of that scene real quick? Because I loved that as soon as he said, you know, that he re-enlisted, that they just took away the audio, her, the audio for oh her because goodness. it made it that much more, you know, emotional to watch her crying and breaking down and you can just imagine what she's saying to him and then you see him just kind of staring off and you're like oh my gosh Ryber is over mm-hmm. there's no coming back from this if he leaves this time she's definitely hooking up with that drummer and they spun it around on us because we thought she was going to be the one yeah. to end it. I know. And, and we thought the ball was in her court mm-hmm. and she was going to her mom asking advice and yeah. Sarah gave great for her advice to go to Sarah too. for advice. She showed up at the door bawling, and I really liked that scene where they were together talking about it before. Yes, I, I love that because, of course, we all know that Sarah's going to give her mother opinion, but then uh, Amber really asked just as a person, a as like a non-judgmental being that you, you can just talk to, and the, the two opinions from the person and then the mother aspect, and I thought that was really nice. And Sarah handled both of those responses very well. Yeah, when she said the one for, like, how she did the non-mother answer, she said basically, like, you're such a loving person, you're so brave and stuff. And then for the one where 
as her mom how she would answer. It was like, you're such a tough person, and I know you can get through this, but as your mom, I don't want to have to see you go through this, which I thought was a really good answer. Yeah. Yeah. She did a great job. She was definitely Mother of the Year Award in that moment, especially with everything that they've been through so far this season, with um, Amber trying to plan her wedding and, you know, Sarah not being that supportive of her doing it, the fact that she could take her feelings about everything and push them aside to be there for her daughter just means that, you know, her heart really is in the right place and it always has been. And all her reasons for fighting about the wedding is because she cares about her daughter so much in the end. Yeah. And she kind of turned out to be right Right. about everything. she was. (laughs) And she didn't rub it in her face be like, see, I told you so. She, you know, let her baby girl cry in her mom's lap. And that was so heartbreaking to see Amber go back to Sarah at the end of the episode and just, just ball her eyes out. That It was kind of like in reminiscence of when uh, Aunt Amy had her abortion and Drew went back to Sarah, Sarah. and cried his eyes out. Yeah. So that whole family. So oh much God, crying. So, so, so much so crying. I wish we had seen a little bit of Crosby's family in this episode, but I get it. I Huge love Crosby. Cast, so we can't see everyone every week. A lot week. of people. A lot of people have to wait till January 2nd to see Crosby. And like Quinny recommended having beers with Drew when it was yeah. 9 in the morning and he's yeah. holding the baby. It's like, oh, I've been up since 5, so it just feels like it's later. <laughs> like, even so, <laughs> five hours from 9 o'clock is still not really that, that late, late in the day. And even so... Ryan, and uh, not Ryan, I'm sorry. Uh, Drew. Drew, guys, there's so 21. many people. Drew is still <laughs> underage. So, and, and I'm like, granted, this was, that was the more lighter comedic side of this episode. So I'm glad they had that. And it was a nice balance, especially how the episode ended. Oh, goodness. Anything Ooh. else about this episode? There's so many good things happened. I loved it. It was definitely probably one of my favorite episodes of this it's season really episode. so far. It's a good uh, one. Yeah, anything else? All right. You know what? Let's go into some... After Buzz TV News. All right. So, fun things. Uh, a lot of fun things. We've been gone for two weeks. So, a, a few fun things uh, has happened. Today, uh, this morning, uh, today's December 12th, we had the Golden Globe nominations. And Monica Potter, who plays Christina Braverman, got nominated. Yay! Yay! Because I thought she totally got snubbed on the Emmys. I, you know what? So. I think Lauren Grab gets snubbed for everything. Well, for everything, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Monica Potter got nominated for Best Supporting Actress in a Series, Miniseries, or TV Movie, along with the other nominations of Jacqueline Bissett, Janet McTeer, Hayden Panettiere, and Sofia Vergara. So that's a pretty interesting lineup. She can do it. I, I hope she does it. I mean, it definitely put Parenthood on the map. Yeah. So, uh, good for her, great for Monica, and then also uh, Ray Romano, he was on the David Letterman show a few days ago, and it was just a, it was a fun interview, he talked about his family, being a comedian, and how to satisfy your wife for so long, and yes, he said like satisfaction. in a sexual way? That, and just like how to keep the relationship going, because he's been married for, I believe he said... Uh, 27 years now, oh, or wow. 20, 25 to 27 years. So to keep a relationship like still fresh and stuff, 
and him being a comedian himself, he's got to keep it light and funny and stuff. So he just, uh, it was a really fun uh, interview. Go on David Letterman for that. And, of course, I have fun photos. <laughs> um, a few days ago, uh, Rolling Stones had uh, Mae Whitman and Miles Heiser. They had a bunch of pictures from the set, and they narrated a few of them. And there, there's a total of, like, 21 photos. But I have the first one here. And, oh, hold it. There we go. Uh, the first one here we have, sorry, I'm also, for you who aren't, uh, who are listening, I'm also <laughs> engineering as well. So just give me a moment. Uh, the first photo right there. Uh, it's the whole fi- uh, Braverman family on set just <laughs> cheering and May said that this is the we've greeted each other this way every day for the past five years, <laughs> which is uh, really sweet. And then the second one is uh, our, our May Whitman. There's May Whitman and Dax Shepard in the makeup trailer, and they said our morning routine includes going over last night's most popular viral videos. And then our third one here. Is uh, Lauren Graham and Mae Whitman. I love that Lauren Graham has an actual camera I here know. and not a cell phone camera. So classy. <laughs> love it. Love it. And um, Mae Whitman's making a funny face. Miles says, here's what the characters look like and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, because Mae actually voices the character of April O'Neil. So those are just uh, a few photos. Um, you can go on Rolling Stones and find that uh Link. Uh, we also will tweet it out for you. But the, just a, a quick teaser. Uh, the the other photos are really fun. I highly suggest you go and see them. And then our next one, Erica Christensen. Just last week, she went to uh, Disney Yay. here in Anaheim, California, and she it was late at night after hours. She didn't have to wait in line. Okay, I was gonna say, how are there no people There's, in yeah, the picture by the castle lit up? That is not okay. She was, uh, yeah, tweeting on Instagram. Does she get to and, stay at the secret hotel above the Pirates of the Caribbean? I don't know. Or the one inside the castle? Because be I'll be awesome. really jealous. I don't know. NBC and Disney aren't even related. <laughs> they need to work on that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so she's at Disney having fun, and then here's uh, just another picture of her in the shadow and um, her new Mickey ears. So, uh, really fun, fun pictures for uh, the Parenthood. I love the show. And, of course, if don't forget that Parenthood is still nominated for the People's Choice Awards. I believe you can still go and vote for that. And also tweeting out, you know, hashtagging Parenthood is still considered as a vote. So, anything else? Any news from you guys? I believe Parenthood comes back from oh, yeah. Winter High. It is January, January 2nd. 2nd. So, we'll be back Taking for that. Taking off the New Year right. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad we don't have to wait so long. For, Me too. For the uh, hiatus. Because, you know, when you leave for month or two and you kind of lose that the momentum yeah well we'll go away for two weeks and spend time with our real families mm-hmm. come back <laughs> and then have our tv family again yeah and you know what i'm fine with that sounds so. appropriate yeah all right so <laughs> with that let's go to and now you're after buzz tv predictions all right all right, so I think Julia is going to crack and tell Joel that she kissed Ed, and that's going to stir up some fire and mm. cause some drama. They're going to have to work through maybe couples therapy. Who knows? 
Who knows? Um, I think that, well, from the preview we saw, it looks like Drew and Amy rekindle Ugh. something. Ugh. Gross. Ugh. How how were you in love with Natalie two seconds ago, and then Amy comes back and is ugh. Amy the he's rebound a teenage now? boy? He's a teenage boy just trying to get it in. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> it's true. It's and so I way. predict that they have a little bit of a fling, but it kind of makes Natalie jealous that Drew is now actually spending time with another girl, and that brings Natalie back into the playing field. I think Drew just needs a new girl. Uh, but that won't yeah. happen. I, you know, <laughs> I, I had this terrible feeling that Amy, maybe she didn't give up the baby. And then he, surprise. she goes back to um, Drew and said, oh, surprise, I still have the baby. When she showed up at the door, I thought she was going to be holding a baby. I will yeah. give you that. I thought there was going to be a baby in her I hand. So too. Maybe. Maybe. That's a definite possibility. I, I think that would really throw Drew for a twist and be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be sleeping around with people. Well, then Natalie would really want him because he's a hot single dad. That's sensitive right there. Girls dig the sensitive guy with the baby. With the baby. I don't know. I think that'd be juicy, though. So, <gasps> What um, about Ryan and Amber? Like, the how the family's gonna... It can't be the end of Riber. End of Riber. How are the uncles and her mom and everyone going to react? Kind, I, I kind of think it's the end of Ryber. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think, so. I think so, too. And I think they'll call off the wedding. Yeah. And I agree. Joel and Julia, they're they're working at it. They're being adults and they're working at their relationship. But I still think it's going to get worse. Yeah, than, it's going to get worse before, before it gets, it gets better. better. So, but oh, I hopefully, know. I don't think Joel and Julia are, are done though yet. But I think that Ryber is. I just know yeah. that Julia is such a good person. She wants to have a clean conscience. Er, conscience is am, am yeah, I saying yeah. right? <laughs> well, because we, like, we saw in the preview here. that he says, you know, like, are you having an affair with him? And I think yeah. that she'll be like, no, I'm not. And he starts but beating I did him kiss up. him once. Yeah. So, oops. What if that. Ed slips out that bit? Oh, we did kiss. I think oh, she didn't be tell you about that? Yeah. Like, uh, Ed and like, Joel like just, didn't just mean a anything. random normal conversation and it slips out that, and, you know, Ed and Julia kissed. That'd be interesting. So. They're going to have a fight. It'll be According interesting to, to see. Uh, so many things to look forward to for January 2nd T. Where can we find you? You can find me all over the Facebooks and the internets and <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And you can find me all over those same places <laughs> at Danica Kennedy. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Serafini TV. You can follow all of us here at AfterBuzz, at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere else. And I definitely rate and comment us on iTunes. And we will see you January 2nd. Have a great holiday. Happy everybody. holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. See you in 2014. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Thank you for watching AfterBuzz TV on YouTube. For more of your favorite after shows and interviews, subscribe to our channel here. And be sure to share your opinion on the episode in the comment section below here. 
We'd love to see what you guys are buzzing about. Thanks again. Buzz you later.